And we are live. Well, not live. I guess we're just recording, but the mics are live. They're hot. They're sexy. As are we. Sexy mics. Now that we're recording, I did want to ask, I re-listened to episode four, right? The last episode. Have I ever said bed and breakfast properly in this <laughs> no, podcast? No, never. Have I o- no, like every single time always I've said, said bread, bread and, and breakfast? Bre- Do I have like a speech impediment that I just don't <laughs> didn't know about until now? <laughs> I do I like need to talk to a doctor? <laughs> it's literally my favorite thing. I like I knew like, I did it in episode two or whatever because, like, while we were recording episode two, Dennis asked if I knew what bed and breakfast were actually called. <laughs> but I didn't know. I just kept doing it. <laughs> Well, it's a it's a difficult thing to say, especially there was one. I don't know that it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because it's Miss Brown's bed and breakfast. So you've got two BRs in the in the name of it already. Yeah, but there were plenty of times where like it, all I was saying was bed and breakfast, and I very clearly still just kept saying bread and breakfast. It's so funny. I love it so much. If I knew I was saying bread and breakfast while I was saying it, I would not say that. I would say the correct term. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I forgot completely what I was going to say. Oh, oh, that's right. Okay. (laughs) Welcome to session five of Nameless Monsters. Where we make lemons out of lemonade. Hey! Ayo, callback. Love a callback. Always a good thing. Yep. That's not true. If you have no idea what we're talking about, go back and listen to session four. If you haven't listened to the previous sessions... We strongly recommend that you do so. Yeah, you probably won't know what's going on. So, so uh, does anybody want to give us a recap? I think it's Dennis's turn. Yeah, it's Dennis's turn. Brad got shot a bunch. I did. Lester, you shut your mouth. (laughs) You let Dennis speak. You let your brother talk. So last time on Nameless Monsters, uh, Brad Johnson was shot twice by the formerly assumed to be uh, innocent and uh, lovable proprietor of Miss Adelaide's scandalous bread and breakfast. I think I left the R out of breakfast on that one. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, Brad got shot twice. Miss Adelaide is a witch. Uh, we found out that the leadership can leave the town, and Adelaide doesn't know how. Uh, we briefly considered a political run for Brad <laughs> as mayor that we quickly abandoned. Uh, or did we? I think we should bring it back. And then there was a mysterious letter delivered through the mail slot that had a map and instructions to meet me signed J.I. So we all went off into the woods. 
and tried to meet Morris's mysterious person that he's here to find. And we went into a cave for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> and then Mags definitely blew up a bunch of face spiders and a little bit blew up Morris. No, Morris was not at all blown up. Morris was a bit blown up. No, no, we got hit by falling rock. Morris took two harm. Mags also took two harm. So she also blew up herself a little bit. Then Yeah, that means Mags also blew herself Something up. Something I forgot to mention last time, because we were at such a good stopping point for the episode. You both are going to get a minus one ongoing to anything that requires hearing. Ooh. Add the tag to your character, deafened. Did I already have minus one ongoing? You did, but yeah. There's no but. You did. So, uh, I guess... So, do I have, like, minus two? Yeah. No. Okay. No, Morris isn't allowed to do things. It's not minus two to everything. Okay. Uh, the minus one is to everything, but then the minus... The extra minus one is anything relating to your hearing. So, I would get minus two if I tried to be, like... I want to listen to the songs of the birds. Yes. Okay. Which, that leads us to the opening of the scene, where the camera opens to the outside of the waterfall cave. There is a lot of dust in the air, and I think I like kind of this tableau uh, of us behind you guys looking at the, looking at the cave with Mags just kind of standing in front, hands on her knees, uh, and Morris laying on the ground, kind of propped up on his elbows, looking back at the cave, and Brad kind of kneeling down to check on him. This seems like a good time for maybe Morris to use his fortunes move to figure out if, like, the whole cave shit had anything to do with that letter. So, Lester, um... Do you want to read to me what that move does? The sect has ancient prophecies or divination techniques to predict the future. Once per mystery, you may use them. If you look at the, what the future holds, roll plus weird. On a 10 plus, hold three, and on a seven to nine, hold one. On a miss, you get bad information. So I think the kind of key here is how are you doing it? How do you do this? divination and can it be done pockets full of crystals sitting in the middle of the woods oh yeah crystals love the woods <laughs> uh, do you just have like a giant crystal ball that you whip out they're like one of the reasons i decided that morris had so many pockets was just so he could hold so many crystals <laughs> in his pockets so if he has a pocket big enough to hold a crystal ball i think it's i think yeah he totally pulls out just a fucking crystal ball uh We've kind of established that Morris has infinite pockets. So Morris pulls out his crystals so he can tell the future. Okay, so let's uh, roll the first roll of the session tonight. Woohoo! Yeah. So this is going to be six plus three plus two minus one? Correct. Okay, so I think that still comes up to ten. Yes, ten. Okay, so... That means... Uh, can you read to me what happens on a full success? On 10 plus, hold three. So have a useful object ready. Be somewhere you are needed just in time. Take plus one forward or give plus one forward. And then retroactively warn someone about an attack. And I think I can wait to use those until there's like a situation. Right? Yeah, yeah. So why don't you tell me 
exactly what this looks like when you whip this crystal out and start divining. You know how, like, Catholic priests, they do their little, like, rosary thing wrapped up in their prayer hands, and then they do the little prayer thing? Yes. I think he does that with the crystal, and then there's, like, a little bit of glowing light that comes out of it. That could be because the crystal just is a glow-in-the-dark crystal. Could be magic. Who knows? It's ambiguous. Do you say anything? He just chants bread and breakfast over and over. (laughs) (laughs) Morris's magical words. Bread and breakfast. That's why I keep saying it wrong. No other reason. (laughs) It's not wrong. It is incorrect. It is. It's. Well, yeah, but, you know, whatever. Okay, so Morris whips out a crystal and begins, like, staring deeply into it and seems to be muttering something. Mags, Brad, what you guys doing? You're outside a cave. You just caused a partial collapse. Mags can't hear anything. Well, I was going to say I'm going to ask Mags if she's okay, but I guess all she hears is just... What? Brad, are you okay? Uh, what the audience hears is... uh. That was insane. I can't believe you did that. Uh, and then I'm going to ask her if she needs some medical attention. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna try to pantomime, like, like opening a Band-Aid and, like, <laughs> putting Neosporin on it and, like, putting it on a boo-boo and that kind of... Do you need medical attention? No. And, like, big hand gestures. No, not Brad. Mags, you need medical attention. Blood. Uh, I'm gonna like wipe some blood off of her face and then hold it up so she can see it. Oh, oh God. Oh. oh. And then I'm gonna breathe very exaggeratedly. <laughs> Calm down. It's okay. It's okay. Am Am I like I know I've got two harm. Am I intact? Yeah, okay. you're intact. Like my glasses didn't break. Or no, your arms like off. That. I was just. <laughs> I pick up one of her fingers and hand it to her. Do you have eyes? Uh, yes, you're you're intact. Uh, are your glasses broken? Um, uh, probably. Oof. Okay. And some of Morris's crystals are broken. And that just means I have more crystals. <laughs> I let's just say uh, for your glasses. So your glasses. Um, like one of the one of the stems is bent in a weird direction mm. and you have like a crack across one of your lenses. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. I mean you can still use them. Is one of the leaders an optometrist? Possibly. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Greg. Yep. <laughs> Greg's optometry and dentist. Veterinary clinic. A veterinary clinic, yes. Oh. <laughs> oh man! But it's just those two things. He he's not he's not like a regular doctor. I say we leave this town to itself. Let's just figure it out. <laughs> that is definitely doable. I mean, is it? Can Mags use her um, medic feature on herself? Yes, I can. Can I help with that? Yeah, yeah, you can help her perform that action. I mean, as long as it's nothing too serious, just you know, holding the bandages and and that sort of thing i'm not going to be doing sutures but like helping me wash out the wounds on my face yeah that kind of stuff all right may i 
of course yeah you can you guys can do that there will be consequences to you guys taking time oh. to do things though this is a time consuming well thing. there's gonna be consequences anyway oh did you fail i did oh my so god I rolled what did you... a three <laughs> yep well i level up so um what happens on a failure on i take an additional harm so i am at three okay and that's uh, and i and i leveled and that's the only thing yeah. That happens? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, Yay. At least it's not something crazy. So, Mags. Yeah. What are you taking for your level up here? I think that I'm going to take plus one sharp because I feel that Mags is really feeling the pressure of being on her own in these circumstances. She is new to all of this. This is her first time on her own in the field, and she is unable to contact her support network. She is unable to contact the organization. And so she is really feeling the, the pressure of having to figure all of this mess out by herself. You know, present company accepted. But, you know, without any other professional aid. Morris and Brad aren't really figuring a lot of stuff out, if we're being honest. <laughs> that, that too. All right, so that's what I'm doing. Well, if I'm not helping her, then I'm going to go see if I can look at the cave um, and see how, how collapsed it is. If there's a way that we think we could excavate it. If it looks like the spiders can get out. Did we kill Sam Kelly? Did Mags kill Sam Kelly? Hey. Yeah, let's just call it like it is. Did Mags kill Sam Kelly? Hey. <laughs> so, um, you go up to the cave. Mm -hmm. Now, what you see as the dust clears is a partially collapsed tunnel when you shine your light down in there. And you know that it's partially collapsed because while you do see in the rubble like twitching legs and some faces Oof. like poking out and oh, wailing <laughs> in pain, um, you also see through like some tight spaces that some of you might not even be able to fit into, honestly. Um, you see spiders squeezing through. Squeezing through? Like actively coming at us right now? Yep. Oh. Actively coming right now. They are they are on their way. There's just like two right now. I mean two bear sized face spiders is too too many. <laughs> yes. Oh gosh. Um can I is this like a read a bad situation situation, you think? Like can I tell how fast they're coming through? Do we have a minute? Like You have there's no reason to roll right here for a read a bad situation. You clearly see what is happening. Okay. Uh, one of them is completely through already and starting to crawl down the tunnel. They are about 30 feet away, I guess. Okay. And the other is like pulling itself through right now. Okay. Um, oh boy. Every time they like squeeze, you hear groaning. Ugh. Nice. Ah! Ugh. Ah! Okay. Uh, I'm going to start heading back. Uh, Max, Max, can you run? We need to try to run. Can, are you... you can't hear him. What? Uh, what? <laughs> Max, I'm going to point at the cave. Uh, spiders, face spiders, look at the cave. Ah! Yeah. Ah! Okay, I'm going to look at Morris. 
Uh, is he still sort of in his trance? How long does your trance take, Morris? Uh, he's just looking at a crystal, like, I don't know, 30 seconds. Okay. <laughs> he's having visions, isn't he? How long do the visions take? I mean, yeah, you're having visions of the future. I will leave that up to you as for a reasonable amount of time. You can think thoughts pretty fast, so like... <laughs> you can think thoughts pretty fast, like but you're also like... Take so the way I kind of see this move is like you're taking on like all of the possible futures, and while you definitely wouldn't be able to remember them all because your brain can't handle that, but like in the moments that you kind of need it the most, you're able to have like snap recollection of it. So I think you're taking in. A ton of information. Yeah. I don't have a good sense of how long things take. Uh... Morris, I think you're roughly jolted out of these visions. I... Morris is going to be kind of like, oh, what? what's going on? Like, as if you just woke him up from, like, a deep, deep sleep or a nap. Morris is yelling what's going on because he can't hear it either. Uh, so I'm physically <laughs> trying to just lift him up and like get him moving and, you know, looking back to Mags and like gesturing her. I'm sure she's right behind me yeah. since she got got the gist of what's going can on. Can I see the spiders yet? You can see one starting to come out of the cave. I'm going to pull out my gun. Okay. While Brad is hurrying me along, just in case. Morris also just likes whipping out his gun. We've noticed. He's not big on gun safety. I think Morris has only ever shot the gun, like, last episode, and that's it. I think that's true, but you whip it out a lot. He does whip it out a lot. There is a metaphor about men in their 20s here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I guess, uh, I guess we're running. We're running. It's bad. We are so grateful for the enthusiasm and support we've received from the Cast Junkie Discord community. If you enjoy our show, you might enjoy this one, too. Hello, adventurers. Do you enjoy stories about monsters and magic? Welcome to Autumn Falls, a cozy small town in the Pacific Northwest. There's mysteries to uncover, but first, let's check in with our heroes. He's scooping about like he probably shouldn't be. I'm Hugo Rashad. Fighting monsters isn't the safest thing. Bright pink, over-caffeinated, it's me, Bethany Miller. When you said disaster queer, every single person looked away. Can I get verbal confirmation that none of you will say anything about what you saw today? Agent Lonnie Whitaker, reporting in from the Eastie Agency. Lucky for you all, Lonnie is very cool. It's really weird and bizarre and a whole lot of feeling stuff that I did not want to get into, so I kind of booked it out of there. I'm Raven Eugenia. Every coherent thought has just left my brain. I just wanted to be friends because that's what everyone else was doing. My name is Damien Edgecrest. I want to be like these people, you know? Clearly talking to the tree is not a normal thing that people can do. I'm Felicity Starnbrook. Surprisingly, I'm useful. If I'm being perfectly honest, I don't want people knowing what I am. I'm Aiden Brightwood. Well, that was not the magic I expected to be practicing. If you'd like to join our heroes as we play Monster of the Week, then check out The Storyteller Squad, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's have an adventure.
Okay. You guys flee like cowards. <laughs> well, I'm I'm going to take up the rear and just make sure that we we get away safely. Like I don't know how fast these things can run. Are they catching up to us? Let's roll. Read a bad situation. Ooh, here it is. Who wants to roll that? I will do that. Uh, take a minus one. So even with a minus one, with my new plus two sharp, that's a seven. Nice. All right, you hold one. Oof. What's the best way out? Do we see a, a path in front of us? Is there another rock that I can fell and crush all of the... Spiders. Yeah, more grenades is definitely what this needs. <laughs> <laughs> you think that facing them is probably going to be the better thing because they can go faster than you. They're like behind you going from tree to tree. They, one of them gets up in the trees and is like okay. following branches along. So when Mags realizes that, she's just going to stop very suddenly she, she's going to drop to one knee and pull out her gun and uh, not not even say anything, not even yell. And she is going to prepare to get rid of these spiders however she can. Which gun? I think all she has is, well, no. She could have carried her hunting rifle and the grenades. So the hunting rifle out of the duffel bag. Mag suddenly stops saying nothing and unzips her duffel bag and pulls out a big ass gun. All right. I guess we're doing this. Brad's going to sort of post up next to her. Uh, nunchucks come out. Oh, my God. <laughs> nunchucks, dude. Nunchucks. Bless him. Oh, God. If she misses and they get close, I'm her backup. Oh, Brad. So uh, what does Morris do here? I really like this scene. So I'll, I'll like, set the scene I here in just a second. I have minus one to going forward, right? You do. You were drained by, like, an energy drain trap. Yeah, something happened. I think actually using magic would lead to more likely be successful, but also, like, more shitty uh, consequences, huh? Or exciting consequences. Or you can burn more <laughs> luck. Uh, I mean... <laughs> When I spend a point of luck, something goes wrong for the sect that I have no contact with right now. <laughs> so I don't have a whole lot of reasons not to just spend luck willy-nilly. <laughs> well, you say that, but there is a sect member here. <laughs> the camera is following you all, and then Mags drops her bag, goes to her knee, and unzips it and pulls a rifle out. Brad, seeing this, turns and takes up position next to her, nunchucks at the ready, and Morris whips out a gun. Then the camera cuts, looking down on you from inside this clearing, and it's just like a perfectly open circle of trees. You're all assembled there in like your battle positions and we just like the camera kind of like circles around just a little bit and then there are spiders coming out of the trees. So, gang, your first combat together. Oh boy. Who wants to do what? I can't do anything until they're right on top of us. 
This is absolutely true. Can I spend one of my holds to give Brad one forward? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I just cast some kind of weird crystal shit and Brad feels even more confident. That works. I think that I want to scan the area where the spiders are emerging. And I want to look for a tree that looks like it's about to go. Oh, yeah. And I want to cause a tree to fall, to create a barrier, to squash a spider, whatever whatever it does. I want to make a tree fall over near them. Okay, yeah, we can definitely make this happen. I guess we'll act under pressure for this. Okay. As Margaret takes aim, she swings her rifle kind of away from where the spiders are about to emerge. And you wonder for a second what she's doing, and then she fires. And... And I got a 10. She got a 10. Nice. It's uh, it's like slightly leaning to the side. It's uh, uh, rotting. And uh, she blasts it right at the base. And... <laughs> times it so perfectly (laughs) that the base of the tree explodes with a high caliber round and it topples into one of the spiders, pinning it to the ground for the time being. You hear screeches and chittering and the wailing and crying of the human faces as they're crushed beneath the tree. <laughs> Good thing I can't hear it. Yes, you cannot hear <laughs> any of it. it. You still have a very loud ringing in your ears. Uh, does anybody know how long that lasts if you are in a enclosed space when two grenades go off near you? Uh, sometimes exposure to impulse or continuous loud noise uh, causes a temporary hearing loss that disappears 16 to 40 hours later. Oh my god. Yeah, you are really, you are really rather fucked at the moment. Uh, There is a spider that is in the clearing now, and it is coming towards you. Take a shot, Morris. How big is it? Black bear sized. Oh, that's pretty fucking big. Yes, yes Uh... it is. It's not like grizzly bear sized or anything like that, but it's... Oh, because I definitely know the different sizes between bears. I'm just going to shoot it. Okay. I got a nine minus one is an eight for shooting the bear. So it's okay. We're not shooting bears on this show. Everybody just needs to know that the listening audience. We love bears. We love bears. We love bears. Bears are friends. Uh, Actually, they're wild animals, so you should approach them with caution. But yeah, stay away from bears. I shoot the spider. Okay, so you shoot the spider. By the rules here, you exchange harm. So I think what happens is as it's rushing towards you, the abdomen like shifts upwards. So it's kind of waving in the air and all of the faces begin to scream very loudly, which (laughs) you don't hear because you're deafened. But I think it's a pitch that causes physical harm, you know? So yeah, your head starts hurting. And you start to bleed a bit from your eyes. Oh, God. How about that? Morris, you take one harm, and the spider takes two harm. Let me mark that down. But notably didn't die, correct? Correct. Okay. Go, Brad, go! 
yeah, I'm going to go rush out to meet that spider. I'm not going to wait for him to get up on my friends. I'm going to rush forward and try to intercept it before it gets close enough to hurt those two. And I'm going to kick its ass. You have plus one forward, Brad. Don't forget. So what we see here is uh, the bullet uh, fired from Morris's gun slams into the spider. Does it? Did you shoot it in the abdomen? Where did you shoot it, Morris? Didn't you say I shot? Oh, no, you just said it screamed from the abdomen. Like in the middle of it. Uh, it's just, you know... Well, the fat, the fattest part, the easiest part to shoot, sure. It falters when it gets shot there, and you use that moment to rush up to it. I've got the nunchucks, and I'm going to try to, I'm just going to try to cave its, like, the front part of its face in. I'm just going to hit it right between the biggest set of eyes on its face and see if I can crack through that exoskeleton and just smush it like the giant bug that it is. Did you roll me some kick some ass, my dude? I did not yet. Hit it. Uh, that is a seven plus one for an eight. Oh, plus, plus one from Morris, so a nine. Okay, so you get a mixed success, which just means you exchange harm. And so what happens is you smack it right in the face where its fucking fangs and shit are. So it doesn't get to bite you, but it does like scratch you pretty badly uh, with one of its one of its legs. Uh, this hard chitinous leg like pierces your thigh. Ooh. And you take two harm. Ooh. Well, so does the spider. Sweet. Brad says, ow. Okay, from my kneeling position, Mags is going to shift knees and roll over to this confrontation that's happening with with Brad and the spider, and she's going to take a shot at it. You actually do a roll? Like a combat roll? <laughs> no, I was just saying, <laughs> like, like she was on her right knee earlier, and she just, like, flips around to, to be on her left. <laughs> Like, just, like, she's just on one knee. She's squatting. No, I know. It's just funny. Like a Paul Blart style roll. <laughs> okay, you, you switch legs and you take another shot. Let's see what happens. I'm just roll kick some ass. Please don't shoot me. Not gonna shoot you. Okay, so that's a seven. So I somehow exchange harm. Well, it's the the sound emitting from its... Sure. It's sure, abdomen. sure. Ooh, yeah, Brad needs to take that harm, too. I forgot. I have a very important question. Yes. Mags has one armor. Okay. Would that have absorbed some of the rock damage? Yes. Okay. It would have absorbed one. Okay, great. It would not absorb this, though. This is yes, one harm. Yes, no, I understand sure. that. Uh, and it was one harm? Yep. For the Sonic? Okay. Um, and it takes two for the hunting rifle. Okay, so Mags, you uh, like wipe blood out of your eyes and fire another shot. And this shot goes all the way through the abdomen. Mm. And as it does, much like a balloon, um, the faces all begin like screeching and uh i mean you can't hear this i guess brad is the only one that can hear this <laughs> so sorry uh, brad. and the screeching turns into the sound of like air rushing out of a balloon basically and they start to like 
crinkle. The faces start to crinkle. And a viscous orange goo begins to, like, pour out of their orifices. Ew. And the spider falls limp on the ground. And the the face abdomen just keeps on, like, shriveling up. Did you say that I also took one harm from the Sonic? I did. Okay, so as the spider falls... Uh, and I turn back to look at Mags, you see that, uh, much like Morris, I have blood uh, leaking from my eye sockets, but also from my ears and my nose, and I am unstable. Oh, Brad. Yeah, that's four harm. Oh, buddy. Wait, can I do the... Can I retroactively warn him about that? Keep him from getting Ah, Yes. You can't prevent the sonic harm. But you can prevent the other harm if that's one of your moves. I mean, yeah. you've got the hold yeah, to do it. Yeah, that is one of my moves. Retroactively warn someone about an axe so that it, that it Brad, doesn't Brad, as happen. you go to strike it, Morris, what happens? Can I fling a crystal so that it, like, pinpoint hits, I don't know, something to alert Brad <laughs> to the attack? <laughs> oh my god, I love it. So you fling this fucking big ass crystal and it's just at the right moment that as the spider's chitinous leg goes in to pierce Brad's thigh, it impacts the crystal instead and like rebounds off of it. And Brad, you just feel like a minor bump against your, I say minor, a hard bump against your thigh that sends you stumbling for just a bit, but you're immediately back on the defense. Huzzah. So, Brad, you are standing in front of a dead fucking spider, and there is another one removing itself from being pinned by the tree. But it is still pinned, right? Can we just stab it? Yes, it is still pinned. If you get close to it, you suspect you will begin to hear its... I'm dead. What I'm saying is you'll take the sonic damage at some point. If you get too close to it. Oh, okay. Uh, If I get too close. Can we shoot it while it's under the tree? Uh, What kind of tags do your weapons have? Too harm, close, loud. Too harm, far, loud. I think that Mags can probably do it. Great. Since she has a long-range weapon. (laughs) That was me blowing on my dice. (laughs) For another lucky, tough move. Always makes me nervous. I miss very badly. That's another fail for me. Okay, so what happens is you fire and it blasts through the tree. Right. Instead of the spider. And the spider is able to toss the tree off of itself. Crap. And it casts web at you. Oh, no. Like the D&D spell? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Yes, it uses a second level spell slot. Can I make a saving throw? (laughs) Counterspell. (laughs) Yes, Mags, would you please make a dexterity saving throw to avoid the web? So you take zero harm. Great. Love that. From the web. But you are... Restrained. Paralyzed, basically. You are completely restrained. And... Your gun is restrained with you. Of course. And then it starts running at Brad. I'm going to cast magic. Okay. What what happens? What are you doing? Okay. Oh, well, I was going to pull out my crystals like usual. 
Uh, and I think this spell requires two crystals. So I'm going to double fist crystals, which I guess also means I'm putting my gun away or I'm holding the gun and a crystal in one hand. I feel like Morris is dumb enough that he's going to he's gonna just use his hands to hold a crystal and a gun in one hand and the other hand just is holding a crystal. Just holding a, one crystal. He just puts the gun in his mouth. <laughs> I think he's going to do like a dumb anime thing and like, hold his hands together and hold him out like he's doing like a kamiamiya or some shit uh, towards the spider. Okay. As if he's going to do a big magic beam, but he is not doing that. He's just being a dipshit. <laughs> Morris, I guess roll use magic. Um, I got a 12 minus 1, which is 11. Nice. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> so that is a full success on a use magic. Your magic does exactly what you intend it to do. Mm. So what do you intend it to do? Okay, so I was going to, like, trap it. And since I use crystals, the way I was envisioning it as trapping is that, like, these, like, crystals shoot out of the ground to make, like, a little like a little cage around That's it. cool. I love that. Oh, uh, wow. This is crazy magic. That's That's what happens. We see the spider lumbering towards you uh one of its legs is like hanging uselessly and abruptly a bunch of crystals like shoot out of the ground and trapping it you don't hear this morris but the wailing and screeching begins to get louder and brad you hear not rapidly but you hear cracks starting to form in the crystals okay I'm going to use my pocket knife slash multi-tool. I'm going to try to cut mags out of the webbing. All right. Why don't you roll act under pressure? Okay. Be good, be good, be good, be good, be good. That is a six. Oh. Can I help him? Yeah, absolutely. You can help him. Oh, and there I roll boxcars. That's a 12. Plus. So that's a 14 to help out. Seriously? I couldn't have rolled that earlier. <laughs> wow. Okay, Brad, you get plus one. Thank goodness. That's a seven. a seven. A mixed success. A worse outcome, a hard choice, or a price to pay. Ah, I think this is perfect. I think that the hard choices, you can do this, but the spider will have broken free by the time you're done. As Morris is like, huffing and puffing from using using magic, the like physical toll that it takes on his body. Mm -hmm. uh, you begin cutting mags out, and uh, you hear the cracking worsen. And I'm going to give you guys a moment to act without it hurting you. So that's the reprieve that you get. Yeah. In my helping out, what I would like to do is... Uh, I actually grab Brad's hand, like I'm visualizing that my hands are kind of like in front of my, like in front of my torso holding the weapon, right? Sure, sure. And so I let go of the weapon and I grab his multi-tool with one hand and with the other, I pull a grenade off of my belt and hand it to him. And then I say, worry with me in a minute, go put this thing in that cage. Okay. Um, mm. That definitely helps with the choice. Yeah. Are you cool with that, Nate? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm cool with that. She just doesn't get out, but you get the opportunity to do this. You will have to make another roll to make this happen, but... That's fine. Totally fine. Brad is going to grin like an idiot <laughs> and pull the pin right before I get up to it. I'm going to flip the, the clip off. I'm going to put the grenade between the crystals right 
underneath the spider and then I'm going to start sprinting away back towards Morris and like try to tackle him down so we're both flat on the ground since he's not yeah. really uh, with us at the moment. And Mags will just stop standing. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, so how, let's roll, hmm, roll kick some ass. Okay. I think that that's appropriate for a grenade. Okay, here we go. Please be good. Please be good. Can always use luck. Um, that's a seven. You exchange harm. Uh, how do you think that happens here? I'll let you take the narrative. Okay. I think that what happens is I run up, I, I, I pull the pin, I flip the clip, I roll it underneath the spider, um, and I'm running towards Morris. And of course, I don't know how long these grenades actually cook for. And so I think like right as I'm getting to Morris and like I'm ta- trying to tackle him to the ground, it goes off. And uh, I'm picturing it's not like a crystal force field situation, but like actual crystals like physically restraining this thing, sort of like in um, Avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oz- Ozai situation, that kind of thing, right? Mm. And so this uh, big shard of this crystal gets blasted out and like hits Brad sort of um, just under the ribs. Oh, God. Uh, in his back oh, as he's God. tackling Morris. Yeah, mm. so you take two harm oh. from that. Uh, we'll gotcha. just do the same amount of attack that the spider Brutal. did. I am unstable for real this time. Oh, boy. When Mag sees how bad Brad looks, she is immediately going to start like yelling at the top of her lungs for Morris to come help get her out of this. I'll shove Brad off of me. <laughs> and I guess I'll go do that. See you, Brad. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> Morris, cold-hearted. I have a mall katana and a knife on me. Great. Obviously, the mall katana is going to be best for this job. <laughs> Obviously. You can't hear her shouting. Okay, so we can't hear anything at all? Max, learn ASL. Or... I mean, there's just a very incredibly loud ringing in your ears. Okay. And everything is muffled. And like... I think unstable doesn't mean incapacitated, right? No, no, no. You're not incapacitated. You are gravely injured and dying. Yeah. So maybe Brad, like, pushes himself up slowly and, like, drags himself over there and gives uh, gives Mags sort of a weaker, goofy smile Aww. and continues trying to cut her out of the yeah. of the webbing. <laughs> and Morris sees this. Yeah. Morris is a sane person, so Morris is going to try and, like, heal Brad, probably. Do you want to help him get Mags out, or do you want to just heal him while he's working to get mags out or stop him from i well he's like he's dying right like he's the more i mean mags is stuck in the web but she's just she is just stuck correct i just want to get out so i can try and medic him i will say brad if you try and do stuff you're you're gonna probably make the injury worse hmm maybe when uh maybe when morris gets over there i sort of look at him and like offer him the knife and kind of give him like eyebrows like do you want to take over i'm not doing so hot here yeah i'm still gonna like pull out healing crystals first because you're like actively bleeding out i actually don't think that you can stabilize with use magic it says heal one harm from an injury or cure a disease or neutralize a poison under use magic and then with recovery it says four plus harm wounds require a healing move time in an infirmary or hospital or magical healing I like that implies to me that magic can hmm. make him not unstable. My 
thing with it is there are moves that specifically say that you... I would say that's probably big magic. So maybe just get Mags out. Well then, fuck you, Brad. I'm gonna cut out Mags. (laughs) I'll take I'll take Brad's multi tool and like kind of push him to the side to try and indicate like you need to like chill out, dude, uh, and cut out Mags instead, because like we know she has a first aid kit, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So as as soon as I'm out, I am like before I'm even out, I've. (laughs) I'm visualizing. You're like leaning over in the web towards your backpack yeah, to try I, and get like out. I'm like digging in my in my little side pouch while still like covered in this shroud of <laughs> thick web. Can't see anything, but I'm going by feel at the moment. Okay. Um, I think that given enough time, you can get her out. I'm not going to make you roll for this. White vinegar um, breaks down the fine, sticky strands of spider web. <laughs> uh, do you just have white vinegar on you? I have a hold still, and one of the things I can do with my hold oh my God. is please, <laughs> I beg you, do not use your hold for vinegar. I beg you. I beg you, Lester. Human to human. All right, I'll just cut at it. <laughs> So disappointed. Uh, don't forget to, you guys can use luck to avoid harm as well. Yeah. It's not just making a roll of 12. Oh, that would have been nice. I forgot about that. Well. Okay. Can I, can I medic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get out of the web and you start uh, helping. Oh my God. I'm going to be fine. Or I'm gonna be not fine. helping, Brad. I'm, I'm going to use luck. I'm going to use luck. Okay, what did you roll? I rolled a five. Wow. Wait, can I help out healing? Uh, no, because I need to be able to stabilize him, so it had to be a full success. Ah, I see. So, when I spend luck, my next mission from the agency will come with a lot of red tape. So They can't we'll, fucking we'll contact about you, that later. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see how that plays out. Yeah. 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 We'll see how that plays out. You are stabilized and you heal to harm. Okay. And I, I feel like Mags is probably freaking out while she's doing this. Oh, 100%. But it's like she is, is two people at the moment. There is this constant stream of slightly too loud. Oh, my goodness. Oh, okay, Brad, you're going to be fine. I promise you're going to be fine. It's all going to be okay. I promise it's going to be okay. And then my hands are actually like like Nurse Nightingale, right? Like, I know how to do this. I remember the muscle memory from this class. And underneath all of your worried babble, Brad, uh, just almost a whisper is like, I, I know it's going to be fine. I know you got this. You can, mm. you got this. I'm going to be okay. Max can't hear you. What, what was that, Morris? Max can't hear you. I know. I know she can't. <laughs> Dennis knows that, but Brad is just trying to be encouraging. Sweet Brad. He's so sweet. He's such a good boy. He's not, he's, he's like not 34. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but. <laughs> Max is older than you. You're still a kid to her. That is true. Anyway, so yeah, I think that Brad, you are you are stabilized. Mags removes this large 
piece of crystal out and like packs it with gauze and you know iodine and everything this is a lot of healing that you've done from your first aid stuff yeah probably need to restock i think that you are really out at this point uh gotta go to greg's medical supply store (laughs) (laughs) you were able to treat this wound the sun is beginning to set and you are out in the middle of the woods. Nope, we're going home. We're going to Miss Brown's scandalous bread and breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to steal something from another podcast. We're going to roll luck. I, it's going to be Brad, I think. I think Brad's going to roll luck. To see if to, we have to get To basically navigate successfully out of the woods. Okay. Couldn't I use... Well, I mean, I told the future, right? Could I use my last oh? hold just to be like, we get out good. Is that one of the things that you can spend the hold on? Like, is there a... Be somewhere you are needed just in time. I'm needed at home in the bed. Just in time for bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I love this. Yeah, absolutely. Morris, you have a vision of how to get out of the woods. You had this vision and you remember it. You know the steps that you must take and you know the way out. And you know that there are other ways, but they lead to danger. And you you lead everyone out of the woods and back to the bread and breakfast. Good, because I was at like, I was at like minus two forward and one harm away from dying and being unstable. Man. <laughs> so we were not going to survive no. getting attacked again. <laughs> the camera cuts to you all kind of in this clearing resting and you hear some rustling in the trees and the bushes and you see the sun kind of setting a little bit and you decide that it's probably best to get the fuck out of here. So what happens, Morris? Can I pull out a crystal and be like, guys, my crystal is telling me the way home. And then I just hold it out like it, as if it's a dowsing rod and be like, follow me. I love that. And then follow the crystal home. Yes. Sweet. So you spend your hold to do that, and that's all your hold for this mystery? Mm. Yes. And... Because you know I won't remember that I even have this skill. As you. That's fine. I will try to remind you at the beginning of the next mystery. As you begin guiding them through the forest, the camera pans out and we cut to the inside of a cave. It's very dark, but we can see like silhouettes the shape of something large and unpleasant moving in the dark and we hear we hear sloshing sounds and we see a light come into the cave and we hear footsteps the camera cuts and the light is like shining from behind the undulating shape we saw suggested in the shadows and you see what looks like a human arm wave through the light, but it is somehow like impossibly part of this mass we can barely make out. Then a man 
completely bald, thin, and spindly, wearing um, like a black suit and a shirt with a checkered tie and Coke bottle glasses, stands with the light before this thing, and he approaches grinning and he says, We are going to have so much fun. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Nameless Monsters. You can follow us on Twitter at namelessmon underscore pod and reach us by email at namelessmonsterspodcast at gmail.com. Monster of the Week was created by Michael Sands and published by Evil Hat Productions. If you like the show, please rate and review us on a podcasting platform of your choice and let your friends know you loved the show. We really appreciate the help. Be safe out there and happy hunting. We hope you enjoyed the music on today's episode. Most of our selections, including our show's theme song, Somewhere in the Dark, are used by permission of the composer, Halusna Reed, who can be supported on Patreon. We also used Humid Cave by Michael Gelfie Studios on YouTube. Full listings and links can be found in our show notes. So what I think I want to do is do some end of session questions. Obviously, we've had more than this one session, but I kind of have decided to do the end of session questions whenever the fuck I feel like it. And I think that this is a good moment to do so. We'll also do them at the end of mystery, but I'd like to do them more often than that just to give you guys a chance to level up and get cool new things and, you know, evolve your characters mechanically, but also using those mechanics to further the story. Okay, so did we conclude the current mystery? Not really. No. Nope. No, I don't think that we did. Did we save someone from certain death or worse? Just us. Can I be blunt? I think Mags definitely saved Brad. That's true. From certain death or worse. So, yeah, I think yes for that one is pretty okay. Pretty accurate. Did we learn something new and important about the world? In episode four, yes. And we didn't do end of session um, at, episode, at the end of episode four. That's true. Yeah, we've definitely learned new and important things about the world in the last couple of sessions. Did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? Morris can do probably actual magic. Yeah, that's huge. So is it three? So that is three. Holy cow. Oh, shit. I leveled up. Uh, so you get to mark two. So, I mean, if you guys want to think about it and decide. I actually think after this episode, if Brad is going to be all up in the middle of stuff, would be, um, what's the one from Cho- The Chosen? Invincible. Invincible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. So you have two armor, naturally. Mm-hmm. 
That's fucking huge. Yeah. <laughs> Especially for an idiot like Brad that just runs through the middle of stuff. <laughs> so, okay, Lester, you leveled up as well? Yes, and I want to take a move from another playbook, and I'm kind of waffling between could have been worse and uh, what I need when I need it. Like I said, we can find an excuse for just about anything. So I I really like the what you need when you need it. I think that's perfect for you, and you're already kind of doing that. So I think that it would be good to give it a, like, a mechanical reason, right? Yeah. So I'll do what I need when I need it. Okay. Okay. That's perfect. Heather? I didn't level. You didn't level? I mean, I leveled in game. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. So you're at three now, right? Yep. So I'll, I'll level the next session, probably. I mean, I will throw out, I know Brad would never do this, but Morris is a bit of a coward. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> that was rude. Um... I'm joking. <laughs> I'm only slightly joking. Uh, I don't know. I mean, not a coward. Whatever. Stand by um, it. You made that assessment. Okay, fine. Say it with your chest. I, that is the assessment that I have made. Morris shot at the spider's last adventure and risked getting blown up by Max. You're absolutely right. So cut that part out. Morris is not a coward. Morris stood his ground. Yes, he did. 